The Spanish announce table. What are you up to, man? I am busy getting ready to leave town, man. I gotta get out of town. If you, if anybody asks you uh, where I went, you can just simply tell them you don't know who I am and never fucking heard of me. Cool. That's what I typically do say. But why you uh, leaving <laughs> town now? Are you? Did you break the law? Huh? No, not yet. That's why I'm leaving town so I can break the law, right? What laws are you going to break? Where are you going to break know. them at? Whatever laws can be broken on a resort in Mexico. I'm sure there's hey, a lot of, of laws that, that can be broken there. What what uh, what part of Mexico are you going to? Uh, Mexican part. Jeez, way to go, pal. I hope they <laughs> drop you off in the right spot. Oh, was I supposed to be here? Thank you, Maybe sir. Maybe I'll tell you when I return. Room. Right? Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you when How I return. How long are you going to be gone? One whole week, Tom. What's on the itinerary? What are you doing? Talk we, to me here. Come on. Well, we're open gonna, up. We've got a couple of excursions that uh, uh, we haven't fully planned those out yet. Um, we've been shaking out exactly when we're getting there. There's. Um, are you a drug mule? Is that what you're doing? Are you just picking up drugs and bringing them back? I mean, I'm not one yet. Wouldn't that be a great job? Side note, side note, wouldn't that be the greatest job in the world? I want someone to hire me for a drug mule. Yes, pick up drugs and just drive it. You know what I mean? Like, I rarely break the law. And so, like, no one's going to pull me over. Like, no, I, I, think, uh, I think you're missing the point of drug mules. You're carrying it on your person, generally in your person. No, they typically put it in your car. Like, you go to the gas station, you get out of the gas station, someone puts shit in your trunk, you get back in the car from the gas station, then you drive to another location, you leave the car there, you get an Uber, you go home. That's the way you do it. go to prison when they stop you going through the gate. I mean, but that's the fun part. Like, that's what makes your butthole tight. But the other stuff is so awesome. What makes your butthole tight is the eight condoms of cocaine that you had to shove up there to get across the border. I mean, you know, if you're getting paid for it, you know, for Only you, eight? Worth, that's all it takes. Yeah. And, and I, that's what I'm Sign saying. And for you, can for I you, take that's, your share since you're not doing it? Yeah. For, for you, that's, I mean, there's been way worse stuff right. than that. So, you know what yeah, I mean? I mean, so. are we talking sideways or lengthways? What are we talking about? Right. But yeah, drug mule, that'd be so cool. I mean, I look at me. I look like. An extra in Boy Meets World. No one's fucking looking at me to be a drug mule. I would fit so perfectly. If you want me to be a drug mule, hit us up. Tableshow at gmail.com. You are, I'm interested. You are somebody at... Um, I, look like an, I look like an ad in a, uh, in a uh, clothing store for like Dress for Less or something. Boy Meets World... You're somebody at the mall. When they go to the mall, you're like the person exactly. that takes their order. <laughs> yeah, or I just walk by as as Corey and Topanga are talking about their relationship. You're and the I guy just that they accidentally bumped into, the, the brother bumped into when he was being stupid. Mm-hmm. And you're like, watch it. Yeah, or hey, and then that's it. That's my one yeah. line. He, he spills yeah. soda all over you, and you're like, oh, man. Or, yeah, or I'm the guy at a restaurant in How I Meet Your Mother, and I'm just eating food in the background. Like, I am so unassuming. Mm. Drug mule, let's do it. All right, so you're going to be doing drugs in Mexico for a week. That's cool. I Um, may or may not Are you going with your... uh, I will not confirm that claim. Are you going to be going with your entire family? Nope, just the wife. 
No, she loves it when you call her that. Mm-hmm. Just the wife. Hey, the wife. Mm-hmm. Um, Get on this well, airplane. I say whose wife? No. no. <laughs> just said the yeah. Wife. <laughs> no. What's up? <laughs> so at work today, uh, I'm talking to my supervisor, and she was like, yeah, so you're leaving when? She was like, wait a minute. Isn't Nicole, which my wife's name is Nicole, but not, you know what I mean? Like, she's talking about a Nicole at work. She was like, isn't she going to Mexico too? And I was like, I think she said something about that. And she was like, I think like, is it at the same time? And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, I think it's the same time. And I was like, you caught me. We're going down there at the same time. We didn't want to tell anybody. And she was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I was like, you know, you know, I thought I could get away with it because her name's Nicole. My wife's name's Nicole. You know, I decided to pull it off. I told my wife it was a work trip, you know? She was like, yeah, well, good luck with that. I was like, all right, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, appreciate it. It's a work trip in more ways than one, right? right? <laughs> We're going to work it. <laughs> yeah. So, no, the wife and I are going to go. Uh, it is our 15-year wedding anniversary. Uh, it was part of a, a travel package purchased by my mother for us as a Christmas present. Um, we're using it as our anniversary trip. Um, 15 years of marriage. Uh, we just Thank recently you. celebrated our 17-year dating anniversary uh and of course we knew each other three years before that good god you need to get her like some type of lifetime achievement award i've been with you for five years and i fucking feel like i should get a medal right i am the medal tom i am the medal medal. like scrap metal am the trophy husband (laughs) and the trophy co-host you are i'm the trophy co-host I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That that should be the name of this podcast. The trophy co-host. <laughs> the trophy co-host, man. Um well, that's yeah. me. I'm excited for you to go. Mm-hmm. So uh tell the listeners what they can expect next week since you won't be uh by a microphone. I am working on a uh a clip show that'll be the best of. I think it's episodes one twenty six through one fifty. Um yeah. I am. I say I'm working on it, but I'm also very busy. Have yet to pack and some things like that. So my plan is because I don't know if I'm going to have any sort of reliable internet connection when I'm there at all. Um, Just post what you now. So I will post by Sunday before I leave or Sunday when I return. <laughs> right. So either way, you're going to get that thing somehow, some way. Um, I'd say just post what you have. Yeah. If if you guys don't like it, you know, piss off. Give us a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you say piss off. I said give us a dollar. Do both yeah, of those things. Yeah, do do both, both of those things. Well, yeah, either leave or stick around and give us a dollar. Yeah. Or stick around and don't give us a dollar, but then, you know, you're not as cool deal as people that do. Or just deal with it, you know? Or just deal with it. Yeah, no, Um. but uh, before uh, I go on this trip in the future, uh, I lived in the past, and in the past I had a mandate this past weekend. Who'd you have a mandate with? You. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, I really forgot about Must have been a real shitty mandate, man. <laughs> Just really, I'm uninterested. You talk about you being an extra. And <laughs> your, your new phone, oh, who this? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> new phone, who this? I was like, man, who you, I'm your only friend. Who are you going on dates with? <laughs> I don't know you. Can't remember. Well, I, was, I was really thinking. I was like, "Who? Who would you tell me about? I'm your only friend." And then, oh, it was me. <laughs> My only friend, man. Yeah, we uh, went back to the scene of the crime, as it were. We went back to the last place we had a mandate at, and, and had a few I beers died. and laughs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was better the second time. I thought. Uh, I thought. Right, second time around was pretty good. 
better than the first. You mean the whole mandate? Yeah. Or just think, the bar? I both. I think oh. it was both a little bit more smoother, right? We got the dog situated because our dog will attack and kill oh, yeah. you and yes. anyone else, yes. but attack and kill you. But this time we got it, got her out yeah. before you even. You I, know, I yeah, I went in. to go knock on the door and I like look and I and I always like to look to make sure I'm not like you know what I mean like about to knock and something crazy is going on. I'm gonna interrupt it right. So I like look through the window and I see the dog and I was like ooh, you know what? Yep. Maybe I'll just let Tom know I'm here before because I know I've got five dogs and I know when somebody just shows up, I got five. Yeah. Loud barking ass dogs running up yeah. on you. So, I was and like, our dog is athletic and angry, mm-hmm. as we like to say, the old A and A. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we did that, and uh, I dare say we had a good time. I had a great time. Yes. I forgot about it, but I had a great time. I I, me- I remember having a fucking wonderful time. I don't remember. Anything I remember about it. <laughs> smiling and laughing a lot. Yeah. Although I will say, the first time uh, we went to the high dive. Uh, I was doing air squats to show you perfect form. This time I didn't do that, but uh, still a good time. Yeah, I felt like we both were kind of – you had just done a workout. I've been really busy little, at work, so we were more a little less energetic than the first time. We had a little more pep in our step that first yeah. time, right? We were both in Although a Although your stories, your stories were way better this time. Your <laughs> stories were pretty great. I laughed really hard a couple times. Yeah, gosh, I like, can't remember. Belly- Oh, yeah, the Germany Autobahn story. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good one. We won't get into the details of that one in here. Oh, that was great. I'm going to do what we're going to talk about a little bit later, what Ric Flair did on SmackDown, and tell you to keep that one on the, you know? Yep. Keep that one. Uh -uh. How about that, man? The guy's 95 years old, and he's out here telling these young kids to keep this on the low, man. You know, hey, hey, yo, man, that was two decades ago. That's too close. Right? It's too soon, man. Cut that out. <laughs> it's probably his sixth wife's best friend. Right. He's like, yo, man, I just got married, son. <laughs> and Batista doing that whole dick-waving thing? Did you catch that? Batista did the dick-waving thing as he yeah. walked? I love that. That was so funny. Uh, we'll talk about it more, but I really didn't expect Dave Batista to steal the show. That was fun. So, But we're going to spend a lot more time on SmackDown later in the show. But what'd you do, man, other than a mandate? Well, mandate... Uh... Since we last recorded, uh, watched uh, Conor McGregor get his ass kicked. Watched yeah. Derek Lewis. Uh, Derek Lewis's balls are hot. USA in this hoe. The best post-fight interview of all time. Uh, did that. Um, really not a lot. It's been kind of low-key, which has been good. Yeah. Um, nothing. Oh, uh, we're going to the Chiefs game this Sunday. Ooh, the Bengals versus yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah, are we going to win that one? Let's do that. Uh, and that got turned into a Sunday night game, so yeah. that changed my plans for the next week. Um, but yeah, I got that going on. Um, we got a lot of cool. We we did a lot of spending on uh, spending money on future events. So like future events that I've got, I've got two Chiefs games. I've got the Jake the Snake Roberts thing. Yeah, we got Why tickets to Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, well that's fine. But uh, we got tickets to Hamilton. Hamilton's coming Ooh, to Kansas City. Wow, okay. Going to see Hamilton. Uh, Tom Segura is coming in. We yes. got t- we got tickets for that. Yeah. So we did a lot of like future event money spending. So mm. right now it's kind of low key and like oh okay sure. But coming up soon when you're gonna ask me this in the future, whoo, I got some heat for you. So uh, looking forward to that. And Monday Night Raw comes to town November twelfth. I'm gonna go to that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. I guess, 
All right. So what are we else are we going to talk about? Let's get this thing going. This is the Spanish announce table, Tom. Yeah. So, hey, man, uh, this week in wrestling was pretty cool, and we'll get more into our general thoughts. But uh, one interesting note uh, from a headline that I pulled uh, for this week's episode, and this was uh, as of Tuesday, October 16th, but Petey Williams, uh, inventor of the Canadian Destroyer that now every indie guy has to do, but he was the originator, none greater. uh, He does a podcast called Wrestling Perspective, and he broke some right but he did break some news that said austin aries has parted ways with impact wrestling post bound for glory Hmm. yeah what do you think about that um i think it pretty solidifies that it wasn't a work unless it is you know could be yeah this easily could be a work where he's not actually released it's not from impact but when Petey Williams, who is a booker, agent, producer, and, you know, veteran locker room guy, says, hey, after impact, uh, Austin Aries informed us that he's done with us. Um, I feel like that's legit. The the video of the altercation during the, you know, the press conference or whatever it was, looked too real to be a work, right? I was like, I was like, first of all, Johnny Nitro sucks at acting, right? And that didn't look like he was acting. Neither did Austin Aries, right? Like, that looked like that dude was bowing up, ready to fight. And I was like, man, this is either two dudes that really don't like each other doing a work shoot here, or, you know what I mean? Or this is really going down. Yeah, the one thing that caught my attention was the language. It wasn't like, hey, man, you stupid idiot. It was, hey, fuck you. Like, it was real four-letter words. Well, and then you know what made it seem really real, too, was Austin Aries is so mad about it that anybody that tries to get in his face is catching heat no matter what it is, right? And it's just bringing up anything. It's like if your friend tries to stop you from fighting another friend, you start telling that friend what you hate about him, right? Because he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's why this company sucks, right? You know yep. what I mean? Like he just started going off on something else, right, just because he's fucking mad and he can't take it, right? So that's why it felt really real to me. So who knows, man, if this all turns out to be a work, they got me. Yeah, they definitely got me too. But the biggest news from that before the news of Austin Aries leaving uh, Impact Wrestling was the post-match after the Johnny Impact Austin Aries match where uh, Austin Aries no-sold the finisher, Mm -hmm. got up, gave Don Callis the finger, and then just angrily walked to the back. Mm. I mean, that looked real. I mean, that seemed very genuine. So, again, if it's a work, you got me, and we put it in the news when we should have put it in our favorite thing of the week. But... As of right now, being reported by Petey Williams, who, again, is a booker, agent, producer of Impact Wrestling, he is saying, Austin Aries, done with Impact Wrestling. Hey, man, uh, a lot of people over the years have been done with Impact Wrestling, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. And Austin (laughs) Aries is looking a little weird to me. He looks a little thinned out in the face, like he's doing some something. And that's just reckless. Well, what I'm saying is that is reckless speculation from me. That is totally like I am not holding myself accountable for that. It's just an observation where I said, man, his eyes look sunken. His smile is really creepy and his face is looking thinner. Is he doing something? Use needles or use whores, right? Like something. That's just reckless speculation. Again, just from uh, just from Tim, that, who says this be, is, you know, Austin Aries doing that drugs. Be the name of the episode: Use needles or used horse. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so yeah, what do you got? What do you got coming up? What, what's your news of the week, huh? 
Well, Frank once again, it. since you know we skipped a week because you know that's you know we deserved it. We needed a break and we deserved it, and we had a mandate to do so. Um, what else has happened is WWE has announced a new brand. Tom, did you catch this one? I did. Yes, but gonna, share with the listeners who have not heard the news. I'm going to read this straight off of CBS so I don't have to think about it. The global takeover effort of Paul Triple H Levesque and his NXT brand has officially begun. During the television tapings for the United Kingdom Championship Tournament in Royal Albert Hall in London on Monday, Triple H and the brand's general manager, legendary British wrestler Johnny Saint, announced to the crowd in attendance the creation of the NXT UK brand. They've shed some light on the details regarding the company's new entity. NXT UK brand will consist of men's, women's, and tag team divisions. And with those new divisions, two new championships will emerge in addition to the WWE United Kingdom Championship currently held by Pete Dunne, who's badass. Mm -hmm. I added that part. The first television taping for NXT UK will be held on June 29th, where they will tape eight shows to get the brand off and running. What do you think, Tom? I think it's too much. I'm not going to watch this. I really am not. Well, like I'm not, but what do you think their UK ratings will be for the network? Oh, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. I know you I, don't. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like, I'm never going to tune into this unless they do some type of viral moment or a storyline that they actually invest in. But I think it's cool. I think it's going to make them money. I think it's going to take out the, and I don't even know if they're still doing shows, but the what cultures yeah. of the, uh, European scene. Yep. I think it's taking those people out, which yeah, is man. what their plan is. But again, yeah, for me capitalism. as right, but that's what I'm saying for me though, as a WWE fan, pro wrestling fan, it's like, Oh, more. I'm not into it. I'm still like, if you tell me, Hey, uh, there's a WWE or excuse me, there's an NXT UK tag team championship match. I'm going to say, yeah, but you know what else is on the network? Heatwave 97. I'm probably going to watch that again. Right. You know? But, it's just you know, like, that's the beauty of the network, right? You get to make exactly. that choice. That's, people the, will. that's the best thing. But um, for me. And that's great. I'm never going to watch this thing either. Uh, you're right. Because I, I don't care. And they'd be right to make it so that I don't have much of an interest in this, at least to start, because they should market it to the United Kingdom, who like a different style on general of wrestling than we do right you know so like it's going to be marketed to them and that they'll watch it and that's great and that's more money for wwe which is great i guess uh, but yeah i'm never going to watch this so i won't necessarily have any content uh takes yeah, on it and, and it's not as if they don't have good talent right because pete dunn's their champion yep. mustache mountain most likely will be their tag champions they've got uh the um Prince Devitt's uh, understudy, his like, you know, star student there with the big head. I can't remember his name right now. Uh -huh. He's there. Uh, Noam Dar, who's a young, you know, upstart that's been with 205 Live. Now he's going to look to be in uh, NXT UK. He's there. So the no talent's there. Well, but the talent's there. So I'm not trying to say like, oh, this right. sucks. This is like, yeah, oh, no. This is impact on pop TV, you know, after they got kicked off Spike Bad. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, they have so much stuff, and I like other things in wrestling that I'm just not going to watch this. Unless, again, but I'm open-minded. So if they do catch the, the world on fire with a storyline, believe me, I'll be right there with you watching it. But initially, it goes, okay, cool. Was it 
impact on pop when they debuted and their opening sequence showed like a skyline of New York at night and there was like a WWE logo on like a billboard mm-hmm. or something yep. like in the shot. Yep. <laughs> You're great. Yep. Way to go. Way to go, guys. Attention to detail there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the UK thing is going to make them money, but as a fan, it doesn't get me excited. It yeah. just makes me think, okay, good luck. You know, just like 205 Live, I imagine you're going to be around a while, and uh, I'll probably catch all the viral moments. Well, since we're talking about international wrestling, Tom, let me smoothly segue into an international wrestling event known as Crown Jewel, Tom. There's been a little bit of hot water surrounding this event. Well, why is that? Because they won't tell you where the location of the event will be at anymore. Well... (laughs) You explain this better to me because I hadn't been keeping up with the news lately, uh, being so busy and staying away from Facebook. But I understood something was going on, but I didn't know the full details. So why don't you run us down on this Saudi Arabia? Oh, Um, it is a fun one. mm -hmm. So a U.S. resident, not U.S. citizen, but still a U.S. resident who is a correspondent for the Washington Post, uh, wrote critical um, pieces about the crown prince. Uh, I think his initials are MJR, and he, MJR, is trying to uh, modernize Saudi Arabia. He allowed women to drive, but he also kind of still has a dark path where uh, he'll kill you if he doesn't like what you're saying about him. Right. So uh, this journalist still being somewhat critical of his moves, even though uh, the prince thinks that he can do no wrong, uh, essentially flew some people out to Turkey got this journalist or journalist to come into the consulate uh, and allegedly uh, the Saudi Arabian uh, citizens or excuse me, uh, visitors to Turkey uh, murdered him. Yeah. Murdered a Washington post correspondent who was a resident of the great state of Virginia. And so now that causes a, you killed one of our own, at least from a, um, purely uh, cosmetic, I guess you could say, uh, perspective. So there's Congress people here in the United States who are pissed off, who are saying, well, that's grounds for sanctions and this and this and this. we got a president who all of a sudden can't make a strong statement about anything, even though he's done that his entire life. And so now with that controversy in Turkey, uh, where it seems as if, again, allegedly, the crown prince ordered a hit on a Washington Post journalist, uh, there are people that are pulling out from their Saudi Arabian uh, events, people such as Verizon and AT&T and all these other major tech uh, companies because there's going to be a conference there. There's still going to be some people that show up. Uh, Steve Mnuchin, uh, Commerce Secretary, because, you know, our White House needs to represent there at a tech conference. Um, He's still going but there's a big, big names that are leaving this conference. And now there's pressure on WWE to say, hey, why don't you pull your event? Because, you know, this guy isn't great and you kind of look like you're in bed with him. And now all of a sudden WWE saying, well, we're going to monitor the situation. We still have our money that we need to clear, but we're going to monitor the situation. The thing that's interesting is since this uh, event occurred on October 2nd, uh, WWE will not tell you in their ads 
where Crown Jewel will take place. So some are speculating they might move the event, maybe to London, maybe to Paris, maybe to another uh, international. Crown Jewel fits London well, the name. Yeah, I think, I mean, it doesn't have to be there. But then you're saying the Crown Prince gave, you know, Shawn Michaels $5 million. We're going to get $5 million to pay Shawn Michaels for an event that we really, you know, it's a glorified house show. And you have an angry, you know what I mean, Saudi Arabia, because the Saudi Arabian government was in on that, I'm sure, on the workings of bringing WWE there. You know, like, yeah, so, and that's a 10-year you know, contract, so then right. that could be breach of contract. Just I mean, like there's the a country of... wants to be cautious about angering Saudi Arabia, the country of the United States, so should the WWE, right? Like, Right. Hmm. Yeah, so you're kind of caught in, a, in between a rock and a hard place and not Dwayne Johnson. Uh, so what do you do? What would you do? What would you do? What would you do if you just know the surface details of what I just told you? What would you do as WWE? That's such a rough situation because, as I think we talked about, uh, <laughs> the president of the United States of America is a WWE Hall of Famer, right? Well, his his bigger interests are <laughs> Boeing and you know those major contracts right. that are giving like you know there's an arms deal that's sure. worth almost a billion dollars. But yes, the the but, WWE is a friend of his. So, I mean, it's kind of a weird situation, right? It, this, First of all, the whole situation sounds like what's going to be written in the history books as the beginnings of World War III. So there's well, no, that. Because from all indications of what I've read in liberal media, fake news, you know, go suck it from the back. I don't care what you say. But from reputable sources, it seems like MJR, if I'm getting MJR, could be a wrestler. I could be getting that confused. I don't have anything in front of us. We don't fact check. I'm just telling you what I know. But the Crown Prince essentially said, I'm tired of this journalist saying bad shit about me, and Trump doesn't care about journalists, so he won't care that I killed this guy. Right. And Trump doesn't care. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care. I mean, he like, you know, he cares. I'm not saying he's it, the devil, the, the but I'm president saying. president cares, but Donald Trump doesn't care. Yeah, and that's politics aside. But I'm just saying, like... Donald uh, Trump, the character, (laughs) cares. But what I'm saying, this isn't, like, a close personal friend of Trump where, you know, now we've offended the president. This is just a guy to to Trump. And anyhow, I think what you would do, if you're WWE, in my opinion, you just put TBD. Look, this is a glorified house show. Don't no one really fucking care, except for the people that were going to go to this show that it happens November 2nd, right? Right. You let the death settle, the crown prince gets taken out of power or fill in the blank, whatever happens, let the dust settle. Yeah. You do this shit in February. Yeah, you we're used to the in- Undertaker and Shawn Michaels not being around every week, so you can stall yeah. this. Yeah, and no storyline is red hot on fire, McMahon versus Austin, first time right. ever shit. It's a plus. It's kind of hard to follow this right now because you've got your normal pay per views you're building to. You've got the Crown Jewel you're talking about. You got Evolution you're talking about, and all these storylines are crisscrossing. I'm like, God damn it, guys! <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know Who what you're the... doing. I don't know well, what you're doing. Well, because it's content over stories, and that's what they care about. Because content gets you paid, and stories 
they just you know that I takes effort. A, they don't want like to do that. A chart in my room to follow. <laughs> it's it, I think it's stupid. Again, I think it's too much. It's it, I always use when people do too much. It, it's the NFL. I think did the the same thing with Thursday night football. I always use a tootsie roll. Right. Yeah. One tootsie roll a day. It's pretty nice, right? Right. Tootsie roll. Tootsie roll. Tootsie roll. Right. Just keep right. on going. Right. Tootsie roll. Monday, Tootsie Roll. Tuesday, Tootsie Roll. Wednesday, Tootsie Roll. The chocolate treat, not like the dance. Right. Or, yeah, maybe, no, but we're going to go with chocolate treat. Right? So, Thursday, Tootsie Roll. Friday, Tootsie Roll. You know what's not good, though? A bag of Tootsie Rolls a day. Right. Because you get to Friday and you go, I'm fucking sick. I'm pooping Tootsie Rolls now. Yeah, I'm pooping them whole because right. I'm eating too much of these. With the like, with I, the notches in them, like when you get right, <laughs> and that's what I think WWE's doing, where they're just saying, "Hey, here's a bag of Tootsie Rolls. Eat this today because tomorrow we got another new bag." And initially, you think it's fun, right? Because a bag of Tootsie Rolls for one day is pretty fucking cool. Breakfast but like champions. I said. Right, but by Friday, you're going to be fucking sick of that, and you're going to hate it, but you're going to keep doing it because it's repetitive. But you're going to do it because it's repetitive, and it's a routine, and you become adjusted to it, so you just do it. And then you don't even realize that you fucking hate it. Yeah. It's it's Thursday night football. It's three pay-per-view events we're promoting at the same time. It's just too much. Yeah, nobody likes Thursday night football. Well, and what they don't care about, WWE, is they don't have integrity. And, and no one – oh, this is my bigger issue with just capitalism in general – is everyone says, go back to the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight, right? Yeah. I'd get my ass kicked for $100 million. That's not the fucking point. Yeah. The best boxer in the world doesn't box a guy who's a, a fucking boxer. Well, but it's money. You know how much money they're going to make? Here's the dumb thing that you idiots realize that when you say that, they're taking your money. Yeah, you your don't have money. to give them your money, right. right? So when when you say, like, but WWE's going to make $100 million of your fucking cash, you yeah. don't have to support this, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, yeah. stop being fucking idiots. Yeah. And so they've just chose this model because it's easy and there's no integrity and it's convenient and everyone buys into it. And so it's fucking bullshit. So again, you don't have to watch it live as it happens, guys. You can watch it later. You can catch the updates. You don't even have to watch it to know what happened, right? You're not going to miss anything. It's 2018, right? It's about to be 2019. You'll know before, you know what I mean? Like you could, you could be getting the notifications on your phone faster than you're watching it on the network. Even if you tried to watch it live sometimes, like you, you know what I mean? Like you're going to know what happened. I just, I, I just can't take it because we've just all said like, well, if I was running a business, I wouldn't turn down a hundred million dollars. That's not the fucking point as a consumer. Yeah, but you aren't. You're the consumer. You're not the business owner. Right. right? I, I don't. Ugh, I yeah. don't get it. I don't get. It's like, it's it's the Dave Meltzer fucking weird thing yeah. about pro wrestling where right. we well, we start I mean, talking about. If I was also in prison, I might not mind getting ass raped. Well, man, but we're not. <laughs> like, what do you like? Can we stop but doing it's that? Just, yeah. It's just this weird thing where you know other industries might have it. I'm not aware of it. But it and here's my soapbox again for the week. But it's this weird thing where we go like, but WWE's gonna make a hundred million dollars off of these you know next ten events. Well, are you entertained by any of them? Mm. Well, not really. But I'm care? happy that WWE's making money. Well, that's fucking stupid. It's also the same people who are like, you know, the match between Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler was really good. You know why? Because the agent Road Dog booked it to be that way. I really like the 
agent road dogs bookings lately it's like shut the fuck up what you watch on tv do you like it are you in entertained that's all that fucking matters so goddamn tired about hey did you hear backstage that uh uh, Sonia Deville and Paige are dating. Well, that's kind of crazy, right? No one fucking cares. You idiots. Is that a thing? I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> I'm just saying it it's could be cool a thing. It's cool to think about if, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Jesus, Tim. <laughs> I mean, just, if we're being really real point. here, Tom. <laughs> I'm going to torpedo my point there. <laughs> no, I do see your point, and I agree, and I think that's how we tried to kind of do this show uh moving forward is to try to just say man let's take it content based and do we you know what we like about what we're seeing on the screen um yeah and the only reason i share with you the austin aries thing is because on the screen it could be a storyline that austin aries left this was the news segment so you know right yeah Yeah. or hey guess what in the next you know i would share with you if we covered a tv show that a character is leaving right Right. yeah so shut up i'm not getting too with it I'm not telling you Dave Meltzer's reporting that The Rock wins the Royal Rumble. That fucking dork. He's ruined wrestling. Can't stand him. And it's not him. It's the Wade Kellers. It's all of them. It's that stupid mindset where I want to be cooler than you, and I don't want to just enjoy what I see on the TV. I want to know what happens next and what really was going to happen. Mabel was going to be the third guy. Right. Remember that, Eric Bischoff? Because Dave Melter reported that Mabel was being considered as the third guy in the NWO. <laughs> How fucking cool would that have been, right? Right. He would have fucking had to. He would have passed out before he got to the ring. Mabel. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. All right, so let's get out of here. Let's take a break. We're gonna come back and just kind of talk about the week in general. Uh... It was a great week. It was. It I was loved- a damn good week of wrestling. So we will talk about that when we come back. Uh, that's all I got to say about that, right? We'll just come back to the Spanish announce table after this break. Fun fact, Paige is the only wrestler to hold the NXT championship and main roster championship simultaneously. The Spanish announce table. Get the nerd, the monitor, we're in the spanish announce table hey so let's get into our thoughts about uh wrestling as a whole this week Mm -hmm. uh first thing i want to ask you about though is the improved mic skills and i was impressed by it but the improved mic skills of ronda rousey what'd you think about that better um definitely better and took some good shots right the the watered down moveset line was a good one. Yeah, um, I felt yeah. like I felt like what she said was AJ Lee, you know, yeah. watered down. Right. However, however, what I was most impressed by was how long she talked, obviously saying things that was told to her. Right. And. And not necessarily, right. right. That's what I'm saying. She didn't sound rehearsed like the Bellas usually do. Yeah. Cause the Bellas yeah. sound so right. rehearsed. Right. Yeah. Not as bad as them. She definitely sounded less rehearsed than they did in that very promo. And she was able to do it for such a long period yep. of time. And she's only been doing this for such right. a pe- short period of time. She's in getting her less career. nervous so that's with it too. Right. That's what I'm saying. She is improving. The thing that I took away wasn't necessarily anything that she said. It was her cadence. Yeah. It was her, you know, obviously 
some of those words were just like, no one says that in real life. So obviously she's um, being told what to say, but she came across as convincing. So that's what I liked. Uh, I did. But even some of what she said, I like, like she took some good shots at them, basically like, you know, the, the thing everybody has tried to say, but she kind of more directly said, it was like, yo man, you just, I agree with the dudes that that, that you said, the, the, the thing that you liked about the watered down move set. I, and I brought that up a couple weeks ago. Remember when I told you about the all in show where all these girls are doing the guys, signature moves but their guys aren't doing the girls right. signature moves so stop with that shit you right. know like if you're equal equal or equal 50 50 relationship if i'm gonna do daniel bryan's finisher well then uh daniel bryan better start yelling brie mode before he goes into his running kick you know what i'm saying right like he better don't get dive out the ring and almost kill himself yeah or just kick motherfuckers straight in their head right while not looking at him right so yeah, I thought Ronda Rousey was really, really. Uh, I was really, really impressed with her uh, instant improvement. I saw uh, Santino said somewhere. I saw this online. He said, "If my sister were still active, she would destroy Ronda Rousey." <laughs> I like that. Right? That's pretty. That's a good line. Good on Santino. Good one. No, I, I did. I like that improvement a lot, man. Um, what else happened? Let's see. Raw was uh, okay. So, we're done with the Braun Strowman trio, right? I mean... Looks to be. It looks to be like... We're going to have some fallout uh, from it. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, obviously, is Drew McIntyre going to take on Strowman? What's going to happen there? Well, so the thing I think, just from a storyline perspective, is we have to get through Crown Jewel with the triple threat between Strowman, uh, Roman, and... uh, um brock right right? so we have to do that match now in that match does drew mcintyre cost uh braun Strowman his chance at the title there we go that could be something interesting fun right uh does braun Strowman decide to get another tag team partner and say hey i won these championships with 10 year old now i'm gonna get fill in the blank and we're gonna take these title belts off of drew mcintyre and dolph ziggler right like you guys weren't doing what I thought you could. So right. I'm going to get my guy and we're going to beat you up that way. Beat you could up. Do that. Uh, so I think there's a lot of fun things, but it does look like going forward, we might see a Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, which is a little bit sad because now it just feels like, Hey, remember when Braun Strowman won the money in the bank? Ah, we we're just kidding. Like that well, feels like a throwaway. Yeah. Remember when he was a white for- hot baby face and we turned him heel yeah. to take on the shield and then, we didn't even Drop resolve that. We made him fight the team that he turned with. Like, it's just odd. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely feels like they dropped the, the ball. Who's the heel in that storyline, then? Is Strowman just back to a baby face? Like, what are we talking about? Well, it, it depends on going forward, right? So if it's uh, the tag team champs, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, always jumping Braun Strowman, well, then, yeah, just by – yeah, you know, wrestling conditioning, you say, well, the one guy's getting beat up by the two, so the one guy we feel sorry for. And then maybe we get him back to being white hot baby face where Roman can go with but then who does Roman go with, right? Because Roman's Roman and Braun are connected at the hip, I think forever, it feels like. You know what I'm saying? Unless well, Brock Lesnar is top there. level. They've got a who else? 
That's who what I'm saying. Put so in that then, spot? Who? Okay, you've got the pencil here, Tom. What are you gonna? You've got the current Raw roster, right? You're gonna have. Whoa. You're gonna have the the tag team and Braun be involved in a feud, right? And 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 Roman's moving on. Who's he gonna go up against? Who's your next? Well. Team? You have to do the feud they they haven't done yet, and that's break up the ultimate friendship yeah. between Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. I wanted now, Seth Rollins to be the one that turned on the Shield again. I think that would be great. And I hope time. they still. Yeah. Like, why did you trust me again, you idiots? Yeah, you dumb <laughs> fucks! Like, what yeah. the hell? How are you this stupid? That's why I knew I could just do this again. Right. You know, I think that would be perfect. I don't think they will because I think, I think of the three. And they will never admit this, but I think of the three, Seth Rollins is the most universally liked. Yeah, I think I think Dean Ambrose. I don't know. He's There's a close something. This, yeah, but he's a, a close, lot of people like him though. You know what I mean? Like they're just like yeah. yeah. But but when he held the title and he was on SmackDown, wasn't much. Yeah, it was yeah. It was quickly we went right to AJ. You There's know what I mean? There's not a whole lot of depth. There's nothing there. Yeah. Well, because he's watered. He, he's he's a vanilla crazy guy right yeah. there's only so much you can do with a vanilla crazy guy i mean hell remember his uh promos leading into his brock lesnar wrestlemania match where terry funk's giving him you know a chainsaw or whatever the fuck All it right. is and mick Foley's giving him this and then the match is well here's some chairs that i guess you're gonna get thrown on dean yeah, right what yeah. you know so yeah there's not a lot of depth because unfortunately they just are either choosing not to or don't have the ideas to get more involved. Um, but going back to, I think you have to turn Dean healed this time because that, there's a little bit more he boost. can do that. Way. And yeah, then there's a fresh matchup, right? So it's the, you know, when Seth turned his back, we were there for each other. When I was injured, when you were injured, blah, 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 blah. And then you did this. And then you could have Seth Rollins gets separated because he has an intercontinental championship. He could go to, you know, an open challenge where a returning Sami Zayn or someone, you know, fill in the blank, a Bobby Lashley, right? Bobby Lashley with Leo Rush challenges Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins. for the intercontinental champion. Yeah. Right. So you could have him go away from this. Uh, but then, yeah, I would have Dean Ambrose uh, and Roman Reigns. And, and I wouldn't do the classic heel turn that Seth Rollins did. You could just say, Dean Ambrose could, you know, Roman Reigns Becky Lynch style. Right. That's what I'm saying. Roman Reigns retains this title. Roman Reigns comes out the next night and was like, you know, I just beat the beast and the monster among men. I don't think there's anyone in that locker room who can challenge me. Dean Ambrose music hits. What? What is this? Hey, I want the, I want the shot at the title. I think I've done enough to earn it. And he goes, okay. And then it becomes this like, Dean Ambrose turns into Becky Lynch. Right, right. You know? Where we're yeah. like, yeah. And he's just like, look, man, nobody wants to see your face, man. They're tired of it. They want to see me. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You've done this long enough. Right. It's my turn. Right. People don't yeah. listen to them. They don't like you. Right? Listen. <laughs> right? You can just <laughs> say that. Right? I don't know. It could be fun. Yeah. Like uh, speak. Yeah. Speaking of Bobby Lashley, though, I, I really like what Leo Rush is yes. doing with this. Because he's not doing – the new day Xavier Woods thing where when the new day were heels, they were so entertaining. We're starting to cheer. You're right. You know, Rush, I oh, hate dang. when he's, yeah. yeah, I hate when he says the Lashley thing. Yeah. It's off. It's off rhythm. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's screeching. It's in, a, it's in a point of the match where no one would cheer that. Yeah. 
It was, I hate it. Well, and he keeps exactly saying something. He's like, nobody looks like you. And you're like, we know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he just keeps saying it. Nobody it looks like you. Nobody yeah. in this building. And he's right. And you're like, yeah. And, and his, <laughs> yeah, and his cadence and his tone of voice. So let me tell you something. Yeah. Now. <laughs> right. Lashley <laughs> yeah. looks the best. Here's another thing. He's from Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. Yeah. It's like, God, what is that? <laughs> what is that cadence? Yeah. Here, here's one more thing. He's going to be on a match on Monday Night Raw. Lashley. Lashley. It is. Lashley. It's, it's like a cartoon character annoying neighbor voice. Yeah. He, why he's not voicing Simpsons characters. Yeah, he's yeah. a black Ned Flanders. That's what You're I was right. thinking. <laughs> Yeah, he's such a dork. Yeah, it's I it's like great. It. It's great though. I mean, it's yeah, it's working it. perfectly. It's making it's, me not like Bobby Lashley, right? Like, and not right. for a reason of just like Bobby Lashley's boring, right? It's making me like, nah, I want to see somebody beat up Bobby Lashley now, because you know shut up, Leo Rush. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. it's perfect. He he's doing the the perfect uh, chicken shit heel thing. Where he's hiding behind Lashley, and you go, okay, I'm gonna kick your ass once this guy, I don't know, falls asleep or something, because I can't <laughs> right. kick Lashley's ass. You right. know what I mean? He's it's gotta perfect. eat at some point, right? Or he's gotta go lift weights, right? So when he's yeah. lifting weights, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the perfect Miz type of heel work where I've always hated the Miz. Now you know, you know what manager loved, did that well was Jim Cornette, right? Where he everything he yeah. did was annoying, right? You're like, Love gosh. That guy. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Fuck him. Right. Everything he did was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I hate his stupid tennis racket. I hated how he hid behind Yokozuna. Right. I hated that motherfucker. You're right. God, he was great. And he was a friend of the show. I love that he came on the Spanish announce table, but other than that. Well, again, I don't know his real name. If his real name is Jim Cornette, I'm talking about the character. But yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, that was a good one. Um, We got a backstage. Uh, vignette from the Brothers of Destruction, which is good, right? Keep that stuff no. in the backstage with oh. the... Well, the, what I'm saying is we don't got to drag them out, have an entrance, put it in the middle of the ring, uh, have them talk, right? It's a backstage vignette. If you're going to do time, at least it's there, right? Like, you know, you can control some editing, you know, like that kind of stuff, right? Now, spending this much time on it, I prefer we didn't, but, you know what I mean? Eh, at least... The way they're delivering that content, I, I I preferred it that way than the way they've been doing it, where we're going to come out in the middle of the ring and Triple H is going to say, you know, like, are you yeah. ready? Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't, yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I, I think the presentation of what they were going to do right. was the best possible route they could have went. Uh, someone who could have learned from that, though, and wow, way to just be dull as shit but trish stratus yeah god lita did okay alexa bliss is i mean her back must hurt from carrying all these fucking segments and mickey james who you need to go back to crazy because the the cool girl like best friend thing just makes you look crazy so might as well just go back to being crazy because you look fucking weird by doing all your shit well and why they wouldn't play into 
the reason we were ever introduced to Mickey James as a character in WWE was because of Trish Stratus. Like, why they haven't even touched well, on they that. Well, go in, they go into the whole, like, Trish, uh, or excuse me, Mickey James has Trish Stratus' number, remember right. WrestleMania, where she beat her. Sure. And I get that that's cool, but go into, but like... Why she has to be like, my whole mission since I've come here is to end you, and I'm gonna right. do it. Like, I thought you were done. You know what yeah. I mean? Like... Yeah, but Trish Stratus, you've got a, I don't know, but I can barely understand you when you talk because you're talking so low into a microphone. I have, a, and what people have started. Okay, okay, boring. people have started coming along to this, man. I have been saying for probably a decade every time I would see Trish Stratus again, like whenever she's been gone, it wasn't long after she'd been gone when she started coming back around. I was kind of like, this is not the same Trish Stratus. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she started looking different. She started talking different. She started acting different. You know what I mean? Like I was like, she has changed a lot. There's something different. Yeah. yeah. The the Trish Stratus that Did Trish Stratus inter- die and they replaced her with a lookalike. I mean, feels that way because the Trish Stratus that was around when she interrupted Kane and Lita's wedding in that uh, lingerie or the Trish Stratus that wore the, the face mask when she had the broken nose and tried to kiss Vince McMahon for mm-hmm. the, are you ready for some wrestling promo? The Trish Stratus that, uh, was even the baby face when she was taking out the Mickey James, right. that, that high energy captivating personality it's has gone. been replaced with this, this, yeah, this dull, mild mannered yoga teacher. Yeah. I just don't get what's going on. It's weird. It's, and the, get her out of here. The the practice line, and I just, I don't know. I mean, I know what you were trying to do with the crown, but, like, that didn't go over well at all. Well, you know what it is? It was, hey, remember when Elias said Sonics and they yeah, booed? Right. Well, let's try Philadelphia and Allen Iverson. Right. I bet you they cheer. Right. And so then they have to just go with it, and the crowd was like, okay, what? Yeah, we get it. Oh, like okay. two decades old. <laughs> cool. You know, he doesn't live here anymore. Yeah, we won he a Super Bowl last year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. In Philadelphia, there's nine million more current things that you could have brought up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just that yeah. whole segment went from, okay, Lita and Trish to, man, can we get these four out of here? Well, and I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I mean, I really wasn't interested in this match much anyway, but apparently Tamina Snuka is just back, like, with with no explanation. Just like, here we go, match. Tamina yeah, Snuka, I, you're like, wait, I forgot she was alive. Like, what are you talking about? I don't, it's just I weird. Don't. Weird how they do that sometimes. All right, um, let's see. We talked about Rousey uh, earlier, yeah. Um, Kurt Angle, man. Um, how do you think this is – we talked about this maybe with Crown Jewel, or it kind of fits in Crown Jewel, but the the what are we calling this? The World Cup? Yeah, the World Cup of all American citizens. Right. It's all American citizens. Yeah, right. How is it the World and Cup? Not you don't just even have a all champion. American, like Kurt Angle. We're talking every person is an American. Yeah. You don't even have a Canadian. And you know how many Canadians you have on your roster? Yeah. You didn't get General Hall in there, huh? Yeah, couldn't have got him. Couldn't have got uh, well. Kevin Owens is Who's hurt. From, isn't somebody from Australia? You could have got Rusev in there, huh? Could have got Rusev. Could have got Bobby Roode. He's right. from Canada. 
Right. We could have got, I mean, there's plenty of international talent to make this Somebody's a world from cup. from Hawaii, right? Yeah, like... and you went all north and south Carolina. <laughs> like, you went Why all east Why would you call coast? this the World Let's Cup? Say. Why wouldn't you just name it something different? The Kingdom something, right? Like, the... It doesn't make any sense. I'm, yeah. I, the... I will say this, though, about Kurt Angle. Uh, this is for... Him having to be, because he is the babyface general manager, for him having to play that role, this is the most fun stuff he has done yeah. since being Raw general manager, mm -hmm. right? So I loved, and we didn't cover this, but I love the El Quistador yeah. yellow yeah. suit where he's jumping around. Yeah. And then when like, I loved when he hit the angle slam, my low-key favorite moment of last week's Raw is when he hits the angle slam, and then for some reason known to no one he just does a front roll and pops up <laughs> yeah yeah he had the most energy and pop i've ever seen ever and his, and his little uh his little hand dance right. that he does oh that was perfect he was hamming it up big time there yeah and for him to then to go into this week in the still vacation outfit yeah. i thought it was perfect right. i thought he's i thought it was fun that even though no way jose is no way relevant mm -hmm. he came through and kurt angle was like yeah hey. i thought he would join the line i thought that would have been the best thing is you if you give no way jose a match against one of the aop guys mm -hmm. in the line kurt angle just comes out with him i thought that would have been fun yeah. uh but then he hits the angle slam on corbin when they bring in some fat guy uh to dress up like the quistador guy i thought that was perfect i, th I thought what He's having to do where, you know, his best work is a heel, but as a baby face, this is his best work as the raw general manager. Love it. So we touched on the uh, Bobby Lashley thing earlier, but we forgot that like that capped off the end with of the Finn Balor thing. And what are they doing with this whole, I know they're trying to promote that mixed match challenge thing, but the Finn Balor Bailey thing. Against it's the just general hall and Foxy forehead, yeah. like what? I think it. I think it's just a pause. I think sometimes you know, even though three hours is way too long, you only have three hours for a constipated roster of which they have. So some people have to be on pause. And if mix match challenge has to be promoted, well, Finn's a big enough star to where it would make sense for him to go there to promote that. But for the character itself, yeah. I don't get it. I don't know what he's doing. I don't even get what Bailey's doing because she's doing that thing with her, but then she comes out and helps Natty. It's like, how do you get two segments? Yeah. You're not doing shit on either one of them. You know what I am liking a lot more is the Riot Squad. Every time I see them, I like them more. I like that they're just going around fucking shit up and they're well, making fun of we, people. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you on that a little bit. Okay. Can we actually have them? fuck shit up then? yeah it would be nice if they actually fuck shit up yeah ketchup and mustard yeah. on a sign that no one cares about <laughs> yeah that fell yeah jesus <laughs> yeah. christ right. kick a door down yeah you know like the big yeah. one she block can, the she door can... so she can't get out right do something fun right yeah put yeah. a bag of shit on their door knock right. on it have it on right. fire have them that's what they should do What's that called? I forget what it's called, but the, you know, where you oh, yeah, put, you put a, a bag of shit, burning bag of dog shit on there, right? Yeah. And then you knock on it and then they go, right. who's there? What? Oh my God. And then, Oh, I had shit on my foot. Like do that. Yeah. Back in the day we were spray painting motherfuckers. We put Ric Flair, we put a black streak through her, through his blonde hair. Yeah. And now we're putting 
ketchup and mustard on a fucking sign. They spray painted one of the most prestigious titles in the history of, of the industry. Yeah. And we're putting and now ketchup we're trying and to say, And we're going to call that a riot? Right. Come on. And I know it's, you know, one was, you know, a faction trying to take down the machine. Sure. But let, we can get a little bit more, right? right. I don't know. Uh, what's another? What would be some other things you could do? Spit in someone's catering food. How about that? Just spit their food. Mm-hmm. They have a plate of food. Say, hey, what are you going to do with that food? Well, I'm planning to eat it. Yeah. Spit it in and walk away. Uh, apparently, That's- also, um, we're going to try to keep making Apollo Crews a thing. And Elias has, first off, you know, we, uh, we talk about generations, right? Like the attitude era, yeah. the ruthless aggression, you know? Is Elias, whatever this era we're calling the reality era, I think it is, mm-hmm. is he just the Val Venus for this era? Where if you look back at Val Venus's career, he's one of the people you talk about with the Stone Cold, the Rock, right. all the DX and all that stuff. And right now, if you were to say who's the top stars, you know, you're going to say Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. But on Raw, you're going to mention Elias, but yeah. just like Val Venus. I mean, but no, they don't. What, what did Val Venus besides getting his dick chopped off by the, yeah, the Kai and yeah, There was no like major title runs. There was no, there know. was no major matches. He right. just did one thing that was pretty fun for women right. and or men. Uh, and that was it. And I feel like yeah, Elias is just comparison. doing, yeah, I just feel like he's doing the exact thing. Well, except for he plays a guitar, right? Like he right. just goes, Oh, my name is Elias. Well, he has but fun jokes like, in the song, right? Right. And, and so, I mean, Hey, let's you know, Apollo Cruz is, uh, is fun to watch in the ring, whatever. Apparently that's the thing that new wrestling fans or this era of wrestling fans wants. I'll go with it. I'll entertain you. Right. But with Elias, can we do something? Yeah, Cause no all you've been doing, line. yeah, all you've been doing is singing songs and you got the crowd one time to boo till they almost went mad. And that was awesome. But now, I don't know. It's time to turn the page. Like, we next act. Yeah, you, you know. definitely peaked with this gimmick if that's the marker, right? They're never going to boo like that again at you. So what do we do? we got to do something now. Yeah. Right? we I, built I just, up the heat enough. Time to do something with it. And it, Apollo Crews is not the person. What do you do with Apollo it? Cr- what do you do with Elias? Hell, I really don't know. Right, I mean, there you go. We've stumped Tom. No. Yeah, no. I'll give you, I'll get, uh, you can answer it later in the show when it comes to you. Right? You know so, what I would do with Elias? Huh. I would have him start winning matches and start using the <laughs> guitar. Well, yeah, and start using the guitar more than just singing the songs. I hate to play off of the Jeff Jarrett thing, but one you of the things I got people Jeff- slap nuts. Well, no, but one yeah, of the things that Jeff pants. Jarrett got over on was hitting people over the head with a guitar. Yes. That's still fun to see, yes. right? So backstage, hit Titus, start with next week, backstage, hit Titus O'Neil over the head with the guitar and say, Apollo Crews, fuck that, then hit him in the back. Right. Well, then do it in the back. Hit him over the back, right? right. And just say, Apollo Crews, that's your boy. Your boy's no longer with you. Sucks. You're going to come out and... You know, face me one-on-one. Apollo Crews gets the best of him. Right when Apollo Crews thinks he's going to get the win, 
jumps off the top rope. Elias has his guitar, whacks him in the stomach because you can't do headshots like you said. Right. That ugh, doubles him over. He gets disqualified. We do another thing, another chair shot, and then it goes into a no DQ match, and he fucking wins with another guitar thing. Make the guitar his thing. If he's going to play the guitar, and he's going to hit you with it. There you go. That's at least act two. Yeah, I just, I don't even, I can't even, yeah, think of a storyline angle to give him, you know, like. That's what I'm saying. Just use the, just use, use the guitar a different way than just singing. Have hit people with it. It was fun the first time. That's the only thing I ever liked that Jeff Jarrett did was when he hit women over the head. still like, there's no like writable storyline still with that, right? Like. You know what I mean? Like, I still don't know what to do with him. He could jump people. Well, have him go after titles that he wants and have him jump people, and that's his calling card, right? Seth Rollins, let's just say he's Intercontinental Champion after, you know, the Bobby Lashley thing I just fake wrote. Have have Seth Rollins laid out backstage, and there's guitar pieces all around his head. I wonder who did that, right? And there you go. You know, we got some a calling card. My calling card is I'll fuck you up with my guitar. String of uh, wrist bandanas leading back. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, he needs to do something because he's just Val Venus to me right now. Except for Val Venus actually was fun because he brought out attractive women. All right. I guess that's all I've got. You think anything else before we we're going to talk about Smackdown in the next segment because we're going to go long as it was Smackdown 1000. Obviously, that's a big deal. Uh, But what about anything else, man? Anything else outside the WWE umbrella or? Yeah, well, so Bound for Glory was this past Sunday, as we mentioned with the Austin Aries no-selling, the uh, finisher from Johnny Impact. Johnny Impact is your new Impact uh, wrestling champion. Uh, The storyline payoff, I thought, was phenomenal with the OGs and um, LAX. They did a match, and I don't know if you saw it, but they did a match where they took the matting off. It was just the wood. They wrestled on the wood, and they went to say what the cool kids are saying, they went ham on this fucking match uh, or on this mat. And it was great. I liked it. I liked everything they did. I liked the Eli Uh Drake because Eli Drake is the like almost Elias type guy for impact where he just talks shit and then new fun guy or whatever comes out. Abyss in this case came out. James Ellsworth initially came out to face Eli Drake Nice. He took care of James Ellsworth and then Abyss, you know, comes out to make the save. That makes sense because Abyss was your Hall of Famer. Yeah. So you want him to have a fun shining spot on uh, your, you know, signature show, even yeah. though it looked really small. Is that their first homegrown talent they've put into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, it's the first original that I uh, that I think. <laughs> you know who? Should, you know what, what else I was thinking about is I was very happy that uh, – Abyss went in and, you know, obviously he has a good working relationship. Yeah. The impact still there. But you know who should be number two? Because right now they're not going to get AJ or Samoa Joe sure. and all those guys. Christopher Daniels. He's just yeah. as much of impact yep. as as Abyss or AJ or Samoa Joe. I That's think if, if whatever, you know, I don't know their re- relationship. But I was thinking about that. When he was doing the, the speech, I was like, Christopher Daniels, then maybe Kazarian. Then James Storm, then Bobby Roode. You know, hopefully by then, because Bobby Roode's old as hey, shit. Then Bobby Roode. Did they should put Hogan in before he resigns with WWE? Is he yeah. In, is he in nope. their Hall of Fame? He's not. There you go. Put him in before you. You know what I mean? I'm sure he'll take the paycheck. 
but yeah, so I thought Bound for Glory was really good. Uh, I didn't get to watch it whole. I watched clips and then read a lot about it, and I watched some of the match. I watched all of the match with the LAX and OGs. Thought that was really good. Yeah, I have yet to um, watch the full thing. Uh, I'm excited to see it, though. Yeah, so that was fantastic. Uh, and then as we're recording uh, tonight, NXT is airing, and we were talking off-air about it, but Aleister Black... Uh, you will know yeah. this as the time you're hearing it, but Aleister Black now is back, and Nikki Cross crawls to Aleister Black to reveal a secret, the secret right she now. knows. Right. Right. Maybe he did it to himself. Maybe he did it to himself. Maybe she did it. Yeah. Maybe it was, I don't know. Maybe Who do you think William it is? William Regal did it. Hey, that's a great idea, too. Well, so she keeps alluding that it's either Velveteen Dream or Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Easy booking is Tommaso Ciampa, right? And that's right. even fun. I like that. Aleister Black, Tommaso Ciampa. Awesome. Easy, Easy yep. What's your gut tell you, though? Is it Here, I'll give you the options. Is it Aleister Black, or excuse me, is it Tommaso Ciampa, Velveteen Dream, or someone new, and I mean like a debuting person. Oh well, gosh, I don't know about a debuting person, but I feel like it should be somebody other than those two things for these reasons. We've done the dream Alistair Black thing, mm-hmm. right? And well, we did that different, right? The first right. time we did it sure. was sure. heel Velveteen. Well, I guess it would still be heel yeah, Velveteen Dream. Um, but it's just a different angle. It's not about the same. My name is now. It's revenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm. I'm. It's time oh, to settle the score. But which is easy booking. Um, and then Champa, sure. But I kind of at this point, like the one of the whole purpose of a thing like this, of a big to do about the guy who's got a big matchup like this, who's the current champ. When you made a new champ, is to get him away from that title picture, right? Like when when we don't notice, right? Like why isn't he back going after the match? Oh, because somebody else attacked him and we haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. So it just feel weird to be like, and now Tommaso Ciampa was like, wait a minute, was he hurt and you just had to stall? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is that what we're doing this for? Which is, was that what happened? I can't remember why he was out of this, right? He was injured, right? I believe so, yeah. I believe yeah. he was really injured. So, yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know. I wish it was just a different scenario, right? I kind of wish it was the Nikki Cross knowing thing adds a different wrinkle, and you should use that, right? It should be something off the wall because who would be there when something off the wall happens? Right? Yeah, or something weird, right? Like Nikki Cross, right? Like, of course. And so, yeah, yeah like the the reveal is such that it, it would be shocking. And also the person can be like, dude, it was Nikki Cross that said that. You're going to believe Nikki Cross, right? So they can play the, hey, what, me? Right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wish it was William Regal because, I, you know what I mean? Then he can be, you know, for some reason, just not like Aleister Black, right? And try to, you know. And then that way you can debut the new guy, right? Because William sure. Regal is not going to wrestle, right? Right. So William Regal does it because he doesn't like what Aleister Black made NXT represent. That's not pro wrestling in William Regal's book. You don't he needs sit someone... down in the middle of a match. Right. Day, yeah, you don't so... have tattoos. Right. You don't have the look that you do. You don't do the stupid kicks. You know, you wrestle yeah. mat-based wrestling. And that's where you can debut, I don't know, someone in the in the works that is a monster and then he's william regal's muscle and then you can after the storyline keep using that guy to get the heat on him by beating up 
all the upcoming babyface. Then after this, that that monster beats up Johnny Gargano. Then he beats up maybe a face turned Tommaso Ciampa by that time. I hope not, but you know what I mean. Someone like that, like that would be cool. I yeah. I think my gut is telling me it's someone new. Could be William Regal, but I think the person that Aleister Black is going to wrestle, I think, is going to be a new person because Aleister Black, uh, speaking in a shoot style, can give a match with anyone. So you know he can is take it care of that. Part. Somebody from Sanity returning because they suck up on the main roster. Yeah, I'll get into. Uh, SmackDown 1000. Let's do that. Let's take a break. We'll get into SmackDown 1000. Okay, yeah. I think yeah, it, you know, I think we covered all bases there. Good stuff. We will take a break and come back and cover the big big show, SmackDown 1000 when we come back to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, Seth Rollins was the first wrestler to win a main event at WrestleMania where his age was lower than the number of the WrestleMania. <laughs> The Spanish announce table. The Spanish announce table. Smackdown 1000. Before we critique it and make the adjustments that we feel fit, because we can do it better than you and them, uh, what were your overall thoughts of the show? What, what kind of grade would you give it on a, uh, you know, A to F uh, scale? Where, where are you putting it at? I kind of gave it a, like a C minus, if not, you know what I mean? Like, and I kind of feel like I'm being generous. I gave it a C plus. I okay. thought for the two hours they fit in, uh, you know, they fit in 10 gallons of water in a five-gallon bucket. You know what I'm saying? They gave you a lot. They were giving you Kurt Angle was just sitting there, right? Because Kurt Angle SmackDown. Now he didn't do anything, but he still gave it to you, right? Booker T was there. That's great. They gave you Edge. They gave you Batista. They gave you Rey Mysterio debuting uh, or re-debuting. They gave they gave you a lot. So I gave him an F, the C plus for the effort, and nothing was a miss except for one thing. But nothing was a miss uh, in my book for uh, a, a major miss, I should say. Do uh, tell, what is this major miss? Evolution was really? never a SmackDown fucking stable. Evolution, if anything, was a raw stable. When they split the brands, Evolution beat up Kevin Nash, Goldberg, Kane, Shawn Michaels on Raw. They never fucking, I mean, now you can show me, you know, 12 episodes in a row where they were on SmackDown. But what I'm saying in the is in the grand scheme of things, Evolution is a raw stable. So what the fuck are they doing on SmackDown 1000? Made no goddamn sense. None. Stupidest fucking move in the world. And I'm glad in the last segment you brought up Sanity. Because you know what you do? The Raw 1000 was amazing. You know why? Because DX beat up Damian Sandow, right? Uh, you had the new and the old. You know, Raw 25, for, for what it was, was what it was. But at least you had DX beat up, beating up uh, Dash Wilder and, and the other, or the Revival guys, right? So right. you have the new and the old. Now, I didn't like the Balor Club, but that's beside the point. You had the new and the old. So you know what you do? Edge can do, this is what you do. Fuck the stupid evolution thing 
We don't need to see Triple H in another fucking group putting himself over, patting himself on the back. Fuck off. And also, you weren't a, you weren't a SmackDown stable. You are a Raw stable. So what you do is you do the cutting edge, right? Get rid of the Becky Lynch-Charlotte thing. Because even though that was awesome, because that just proved that Becky Lynch is the anti-Roman Reigns, where we're never going to fucking boo her. Yeah. We love her way too much. It was great. Fuck. Yeah. Roman Reigns. We're always going to boo you. That's just how the fucking book is written on your career. We're fucking booing you till the end. Right? Yeah. But Becky Lynch, we're cheering you every goddamn second. I don't care if you fucking light people on fire. We're still, like, cheering you. Like, Everything you the- she does that's evil or mean, I only find it more attractive. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And you buy more into yeah. it, right? Even what she says, like, last week, or going into, excuse me, going into, um... The, the Australia show, when she's like, I'm not on this poster. I need to be on this poster. You're still buying into everything she's saying. Now, when she says the Edge comment about don't let the robes hurt your neck again. Okay, right? Like, now we can. That's a real boo moment. Right. You can really boo that if you want. Right. But anyhow, going back to what I was saying, the major whiff was evolution so this is what you do you get rid of the becky lynch and charlotte you could just have that be a knockdown drag out fight anywhere right right but you do the cutting edge you still get batista out there because batista killed it and it was in his hometown and he is smackdown right like i know he was in the raw faction of evolution but when he broke out into a single star He's the smack I think that's where it rolled into it. I think they realized everybody was going to be there. You yeah. know what I mean? And they were like, but, well, we should do Evolution. And Batista was like, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, right. I still, I, Triple H, get the fuck off my TV. Yeah. I don't need to see that. Right. But what you could have done is Edge do a cutting edge with the greatest stars of SmackDown you know, history, right? right. So you do, you have it. Right, so then you have Edge come out. He introduces Batista. He introduces King Booker, because that's SmackDown. And then he introduces AJ Styles, right? Right there. That's three of the biggest names. And then add, you know who the other person I would add? You add Taz. The show's in fucking Washington, D.C. He lives in goddamn somewhere New York, which is a train ride to Mm -hmm. D.C., a couple hours. So... Taz should have been on that show. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, and also, fuck Jerry the King Lawler. He's not SmackDown. There's nothing SmackDown about yeah, him. No, uh-uh. Again, I know you can tell me he was an angry announcer with Michael Cole. But when SmackDown became SmackDown, it was Taz and right. Michael Cole. Right? I, um, uh, I very much agree that um, most of it I didn't feel like w- – it could have been done somehow differently and included more people for a nostalgia purpose outside of it felt like they were doing the drive-by be like look over here somebody else you used to see is standing there you know what i mean move yeah. along back over here right and then you were like well, wait a minute like i want to hear something from king booker i want to you know what i mean right. like i want to you know it was just weird right like i don't know well and they're going to the well a little bit too often with, hey, it's Teddy Long. Hey, it's John Laronitis. If yeah. I see them again on this nostalgia thing, I, I get it. We saw him. I get it. Now, right. Teddy Long should have been there. John Laronitis, no. And you why Vicky Guerrero isn't out there in front of the crowd to say something? Like, I, yeah, come on. So, so going back to what I was saying. So 
you do Edge does even better. You do Edge brings out Edge cutting cutting room with the 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 SmackDown's greatest stars. You do King Booker. You do Batista. You do AJ Styles because that's current. And then or you make you John Cena t- actually show up. No, because he's got movies. It makes sense. Wait, then you do. But he was but SmackDown. Yeah, but then you do Taz, and then you could do Kurt Angle there, right? So there's your people. Sure. Batista, King Booker, AJ, because AJ doesn't need to do anything. He just needs to stand there and say, this is the house that AJ Styles built. for a day. Right. But then what you do is so they're all talking about, you know, Batista, I was a champ. AJ Styles, I'm the champ now. Uh, Well, no, no, you don't want that because he's just going to talk about Paul – or he's just going to talk about Brock Lesnar. You have to. yeah, he would always. He that's the only thing he does. He did it when he introdu- interducted or uh, inducted Bill Goldberg into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's like his only one line. Yeah. But so you bring out those guys, right? Edge is talking cutting edge stuff, right? All that stuff. Then you have Sanity, who which oh my god, haven't right. seen them in ten years, but it's enough people, and Killian Dane can look the part. You have them go, you know, th- you guys are all the faces, but we're here to break up the establishment. But guess what? They're fucking sanity. So Batista can do his fucking power bomb on Eric Young. Kurt Angle yep. can put Killian Dane in his ankle lock. Uh, AJ Styles can do the other thing to that other guy, Eric Wolf or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, and then Taz can put Eric Young after he takes yeah. the Batista bomb. He can put him in the Taz mission. I, there you go. I like the dichotomy of how uh, SmackDown 1000 – it was a 1,000th episode of the house that AJ Styles built, even though he's been here for maybe 30 episodes of it tops. <laughs> like, well, no, he's been. <laughs> he is the he he is. So you know, if you're gonna do eras, yeah. the SmackDown Live era yes. is, is AJ Styles. SmackDown Live is the house that AJ Styles. Built. That's what I'm saying. So okay, yeah, I would say totally. But I would have done. Yeah, for me. You put all the stars in there with Edge doing the cutting room floor or whatever the fuck his yeah, show's yeah. called, Cutting Edge. But then they can all do their fun finishers where no one really gets hurt. Right. Sanity gets a pop because it's like, oh, wow, forgot about them. But, you know, who the fuck cares so they could take uh, finishers right. and everyone leaves happy. Yep, I agree with that. Matt Hardy, you don't get Matt Howard Hardy out there? version one right Matt hardy version Matt hardy v1 he could he could play yeah. that again because he plays weird characters yeah well then the other thing i would have cut if you're gonna say like let's put in more nostalgia thing and again i love him uh-huh. but mcmahon's we don't need to see you again we don't the mcmahon that's the what McMahon, i'm saying like, like you open with a true which by the way i mean that felt fun the truth tv segment felt fun he's good doing that and the and the dance breaks in weird moments and the like, oh they need no introduction that means dance break right like that's all fun, but your opening segment for SmackDown 100 is that with the McMahons, Thousands. like yeah. what what are you talking yeah. about? Well, it was the it's the same opening that Raw whatever would get too. You yeah. know what I mean? It's the same like oh McMahon's cool got it, but yeah. Then you do the Truth TV with Matt Hardy version one. And then you bring out MVP. You know, you could have done it there. And right. still done the stupid dance breaks, right? Like, right. same segment. Yeah, it just uh, felt odd. It was weird placement to me, you know? Yeah. It just felt different. I don't know. Uh, yeah, what I, else? I, so, 
the yeah um what else we can run down what happened in the show too yeah, okay really but that's what your... it felt like not a whole i mean like it felt you know i'm not even sure yeah so that whole truth tv thing took up a lot so then we got aj styles and daniel bryan taking on the usos and they kind of set up a little uh-oh daniel bryan bumping into aj styles right before their big match maybe um which i like I like right. that. That was yeah. fine. And the Usos getting a win again. Right. You want to talk about tag teams during the SmackDown Live era? That's yeah. one of the best. Right? So, yeah, yeah like, absolutely. Like it a lot. Well, and we haven't seen him in a bit either, really. You know, in in any kind of light. You know, so it's yeah. Like, hey, here we go. Um. Yeah. So there was that. Um. So let me talk uh, quickly though on something you did say that I want to dive into a little more. Batista did kill it. He hammered his time. Um, and I don't even know if they knew what he was going to say because it looked like Triple H couldn't contain himself a couple times. You know what I mean? Like, it looked like Batista was just like, I'm taking this mic and going live. And, I mean, the thing when he was like, when he was like, I mean, what can I tell you about Ric Flair that you don't already know? And he's like, or could I? <laughs> right? Like, yup. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that was fun. And then his closing line when he was like, like giving triple h the praise right he's like there's nothing this guy hasn't done except beat me that was so fun like i love that right that was great well what sold that for me though wasn't the batista line it was randy orton going like oh shit right like he he geeked out like oh right. we're about to i have don't this think out. they knew what batista was gonna say right i think triple h sold it right yeah i mean yeah. like sold it well but yeah, I don't think they knew because the rest of the time they, you know, they clearly didn't know. Like when he was cracking his jokes and stuff, they were, they were busting mm -hmm. up. Randy Orton didn't hear the thing about him telling him to keep it in his pants, though. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, he had to ask. He was like, "What do you say?" Well, that was the other thing. Okay, so you do the evolu evolution segment, which is whatever, right? Like right. we have to do it. We have to do it. But all they did was hug each other. Mm -hmm. They just hugged each other. There was 1,500 yeah. hugs in two but, minutes. I even like that Batista was like, you know, whatever, man. You're going to call me Blue Tisa or Boo Tisa, whatever, man. Like, I don't care about that. I was just trying to come out here to do this for you, man. You know what I mean? Like, he was basically like, get off my shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know you guys were mad about that Roman Reigns thing, but that's one me, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I did like I did like the small detail. One, the, the, the only thing that I liked about the Evolution uh, segment was the small detail of Randy Orton dressing back up, right? So yes. the Randy Orton Venom voices in my head guy doesn't wear pants and wears snakes on his t-shirt, right? right? But but Evolution yeah. Randy Orton is he dressed his, to the nines. He wore that 2003 suit like a motherfucker, man. Right, yeah. He's the guy that's going to steal your girlfriend at a cocktail party, right? And that's what he looked like. And that's what I, that was the only detail when they walked out. I was like, Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, he's the guy where you're like, where the hell my girl go, right? And you're looking around, and you're like, man, what the hell? And you see her on the dance floor, and she's dancing with somebody. You're like, man, what the fuck? And you see she's dancing with him, and you're like, oh, man, I'll just wait till the song's over. Right, and he just goes, hey, yeah. man, nothing to worry about. And then he leaves with her, and you're like, god <laughs> damn it. You said nothing to worry about. Right, yeah. Hey, man, we're just going to go get some ice cream. It's yeah. 2 in the morning. Yeah, it's at my place. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, so oh. the only detail that I really liked about that evolution segment was Randy Orton dressing up, which would have been awesome if uh biker triple H would have done the same fucking thing. And side note about evolution. They're probably the best faction in my book. Yeah. Like 
all four of them took off from there, right? It rejuvenated, it it reinvigorated Ric Flair's career because he was floundering. It kept Triple H in the main event picture. It threw Batista and Orton into the main event picture Mm -hmm. and then took them off, right? So as far as what a group should do, I think it's the greatest group of all time because as great as the four horsemen were, Tony Blanchard always stayed in that same spot. He was in that spot before and he got into that spot and he did that spot. Amazing. Knows the name Tony Blanchard. You know what I mean? Like we know it, but any kid certainly wouldn't. Right. But he didn't go into a main event picture after that. Right. So for me, evolution did exactly what a group is supposed to do from a uh, storyline perspective. However, the one thing I always think about with Evolution, and this totally could be me, but I always think about how Triple H was so fat during that time. Remember how fat he was? Very fat. And I'm thinking, like, Triple H, you couldn't have shaved that uh, weird handlebar mustache into the sideburns thing one more time for us? Right. Yeah, Yeah? that was fun. That was the Evolution thing, too. But I just remember him being in, like, long, like... Uh, Under Armour shorts, like it was like went down to his knees, and he it was like his 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 torso all kind of looked like one thing. There was no definition of ch- right. like he looks way better now than he did in 03 yeah, or he was 05. Fat like, then he was right. so fat. That's yeah. all I think about with the a real is fat like, face. And then yeah. when he like shaved it again, like fully, it was like no, don't do that again. Nope. Yeah, that was the other thing. Evolution beat up Scott Steiner. That was the other Evolution yeah. thing that they did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then they beat up Mick Foley and had a match with a three-on-two, which now looks stupid, of Batista, Orton, and Flair versus Rock and Sock. Why didn't they do three-on-two? Why did we need Flair in that match? Could have just been Batista and Orton, and you still fucking have them win. I don't know. I that always bothers me. I still love that it, it it's just Flair, man. Just... Still worried about, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Batista's like, oh, I can tell you some things. He's like, mm, nope, Mm-mm. no, yo, <laughs> like, calm it, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just, Ric Flair will never change. He's the best. For, he's <laughs> the best. Yeah, he's yeah. the best. I love it. But, uh, yeah, and good night. This first fucking line, Ric Flair, he goes, SmackDown 1000. I'm usually used to 10,000, right. if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, good God, you old fucking creep. Yeah. You know? That's what he is, man. Where's the ball? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on, my guy. Like, chill out. But uh, some of the highlights, because I feel like I'm shitting on it a little bit too much. Uh, some of the highlights. Ray, or are we going to keep going? Yeah. No, keep going. Ahead. No, no, you keep going. What, no, what that's was that? It. We, that yeah, that, I think that was the last thing we had left. Oh, well, uh, we had Rusev and the Miz in a qualifying right. match. That was fine. The Miz won in two seconds. And Miz should have because Miz is SmackDown. Because one thing that they didn't include was the um, talking smack. I think talking smack should be just as much a part of the SmackDown history as anything else. It's great show. And, you know, talking smack was the Miz, yeah. basically, you know, um, getting over and Daniel Bryan. Uh, it did. The Big Show just joined the bar. What is hey, going on here? I don't know. But can I? Can we do a little deep dive? Because I do. I listen to Eric Bischoff's podcast. It's fantastic. Sure. I like to listen to a podcast that does retrospective about the real business, right? Because then it's all done. So I I can dive into well, what was that supposed to? Be? I don't like right. to know what's now and what's in the future. Fucking enjoy what's on your television, right? But going okay. back, I'm fine with. So anyhow, they did a deep dive on the giant in WCW. Yeah. And, you know, 
the big show character gets a lot of shit for he's a face. He's a heel. He's walking out. Do we know he's a face or heel? Well, he's going to do something. We're going to boo it or cheer it, right? He did that in WCW as well, right? He's in the NWO. He's out of the NWO. He's with uh, the Dungeon of Doom. Then he's uh, just a face. Then he goes to the NWO. Then he gets kicked out. Then he's smoking cigarettes. So you know what the common denominator is between WCW and WWF, WWE? Fucking him, man. So this has to be a a him thing because you're the common denominator, Big Show. So, dude, you fucking suck. Can I tell you what, one reason I can never really get behind the big show in WWE is because they named him the fucking big show. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Uh, It was hard for me for a long time to get behind Edge, but after a while that went away, and it feels stupid to call him anything but. But the big show, I still don't like saying it. I never do. Yeah, I hate it. I the don't giant like it at all. Better. The giant is good. His own name yeah. is fine. Paul White. Paul White. Yeah. It's a little generic. I, I, but it's better than the but big show. Big Paul White would be better than this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, this heel turn or, or whatever it is, because I don't know. Why did he do that? But whatever. Uh, maybe he hates black people because now it's whites versus blacks. Uh, yeah. yeah Six man tag. Cool. Whites versus black people. Um, Almost, and I don't, yeah, I don't, I literally don't know, but it's so stupid. And the whole thing is it's bizarre. Cause he does have memorable moments in both organizations, but he did this from like the jump. And yeah. so it has to be him. It has, yeah. but I get that people are saying X, Y, and do Z do this, do this, but you eventually have to say yes or no. And at this point in your career, you can definitely say no. And you're still saying yes. So it's fucking you, man. Like, stop putting on other people. You are very bad at the storytelling of pro wrestling. So bad. Of building a character. Yeah, you're very bad. You've built this non character character, which is weird when you're like eight and a half feet tall and 572 pounds. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. It's it's weird. Those numbers are exact. Yeah, I think so. Those yeah. numbers are exact. I mean, we don't fact check, but I'm pretty sure if you check the Wikipedia right now, uh, there it, it is. Be on the nose, right on the there nose. There it is. And then we had uh, what you were starting to allude to. I think uh, Ray Mysterio shows back up and takes on Shinsuke Nakamura. Fantastic fantasy match, right? So yes. three years ago, I tell you that Nakamura is facing Ray Mysterio. You're going to get a little excited and at least wonder what happens, right? I think the right person won because with the, you know, had to be an American in this World Cup because they're all American. Uh, makes right. sense that 619 would get in there because right. uh, everyone else was from the East Coast, I think. Um, however, the only thing that, again, guys, what the fuck are we doing? Your United States champion just lost, lost clean. Clean. To an old guy. In his first night back, just like a hey, what's up? How's yep. how, how have things been? On to the World Cup to prove I'm one of the best in the world. <laughs> and then why weren't you in the company last year? Right. Oh, you know, haha. Look at this mask. Here's Lucha. another one. It's in a it's in a different color. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Again, Can you guess what guys. comic book character I'm gonna be in Crown Jewel? <laughs> <laughs> it's Aladdin. 
Have you seen I'm the, the latest, genie. I'm the latest Avengers? <laughs> Fucking nerds, man. I hate these nerds. All these yeah. goddamn people like, hey, was that the, was his outfit at WrestleMania? Was that from um, Give a Fuck, you know, Fighters? <laughs> Uh, from the D's, like I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. And who cares? No I'm watching this. Blue. This is the nerdy thing I'm I'm watching. I don't need another nerdy thing to come into my nerdy thing. Of course, <laughs> if one of them came out in like Chiefs pants, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> used to love when John Cena did his throwback jerseys right. on SmackDown. Be like, "Fucking Chiefs, man!" Dirk Thomas. That's a Dirk Thomas jersey. You love that. That John Cena is pretty cool. Yeah, he's so neat, man. I bet you he likes it. Got that he Joe Montana. Fucking, that's a pretty cool yeah. pick. That's pretty neat. He's a, he's a cool dude. I like his jerseys. But yeah. no, going back to this, Nakamura. Again, can we not give him some type of wacky that's a Nak American that yeah. cost him this match? Right? right. Give him fucking uh, name Especially someone. Especially when he's going against other ethnicities too that you can play off of, right? It's the World Cup. Now you've got Nak America taking on Mexico, right? Yep. And you've got you know what I mean? Like he you, he they bill him as being from Japan and he makes them he corrects them and makes them say representing the Republic of Nak America, right? Or whatever, yeah. the United States of Nak America. Sorry. You know what I mean? Like you gosh, you could still play into that. And who would be a fun guy for him to be? Like, let's let's book that. Who would be the fun, you know, uh, Shannon Moore to the Matt Hardy version one, which is, is a Nakamura, you know, Nakamura being uh-huh. Nakamura, you know, who would that be? Meaning, who like, be a- just in the storyline or in this World Cup thing that I was talking about? No, in, in, in the storyline. The World Cup is just Americans. Who gives yeah, a fuck? Right, We've already, right. that boat's already sailed. But who would you put as his Nakamura? We're on SmackDown. Who's got kind of nothing to do but is a decent name, right? Um, mid-card. Let's see. The upper mid-card maybe needs a good good boost. Who's hanging around on SmackDown, huh? Who do we got? We I know who I here. put. Who do we you got? know why? Because he, he's fucking weird. Who, do you, who are you talking about? Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin? I just don't know if there's anything to do with him, man. Well, exactly. He's a knock American. I mean, you could it's, Rusev's tied up with the Adrian English thing, but you could play into Rusev and in, in, in knock America. Or you make Aiden English a knock American. There you go. Right? Rusev beats up Aiden right. English. That goes away. Aiden English is floundering, looking for the next thing. The next Aiden guy. English. Yeah, and Aiden English wants to be a Nak American. He starts singing the national anthem of the United States of Nak America. There we you just go. Book we the just, shit out of this. We that just workshopped perfect. it, and that is awesome. That is yes. Great. He comes out. Please rise for the singing of the you know of the national anthem of the United States of Nak America. And of course, it's yeah. nonsense, right? Like yep. he's singing stuff, but singing it exquisitely. Right? <laughs> so you got to stand up, put your hand over your hearts, man. No, yep. but he's standing there with his hand on his dick. And like, knock him there. You know no, what I mean? Like, doing can't. something. Well, but whatever yeah. he does, right? He's holding yeah. something else, right? He's holding his nipple instead of <laughs> over his heart, right? Like, he's doing something weird that he does. Yeah. Right? That's perfect. I love I love how we just workshop this on air. Yeah. This is a good one. I like it. Yeah, good. Shelton Benjamin I thought would be good because – he just has a stone face, and he'd be a good muscle. But Aiden English would actually get him over. Yeah, that's perfect. And then, yeah, 
the Bulgarian brute versus the knock American. Right. Shinsuke Nakamura. Right. Yes. But no, nope. But guess what? We're back into reality. He just lost clean to Rey Mysterio. Mm. Well, that's the end of the show, guys. Um, so. Oh, well, that's not the end of the show. Because uh, the Undertaker comes out to, uh, you know, half lukewarm reaction. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. You know what? Uh, I said I, w- I was trying to hype this up uh, for Emily in the sense of just telling her, like, oh, tonight's the SmackDown 1000th episode. And she's right. like, oh, what does that mean? I'm like, well, a returning Rey Mysterio, a returning Edge. Uh, Undertaker's going to make his return. And she just cut me off. And she goes, Undertaker's on every show now. Yeah. Undertaker's more of a full-timer right now than almost any other wrestler. I see more John Cena. Undertaker. I see more Undertaker than Ty Dillinger or Shelton Benjamin. Apollo or, Cruz. Yeah. Uh, Titus O'Neil. Which, Sasha by the Banks. way, uh, Titus Worldwide is done, huh? Yeah, but good. Who cares? Of course. Fire him. Fire him. You know, we've had Titus? enough of that. Guy. He just got yeah. some other award, didn't he? Who cares? BET gave him some kind of... Good. Give you know, him WWE probably buys that, the publicity team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Nia Jax got nominated for a People's Choice Award. You think anyone in the People's Choice Award knows who the fuck Nia Jax yeah, is? Yeah, clearly nobody there watches WWE because they would have been like, you don't got any better names? And then this. going way back to square one of when we started talking about just our thoughts on wrestling, one thing that just irritates the piss out of me and maybe it's good because now she's a heel but nikki bella ripping off a shirt for a shirt of the exact same fucking length and fit is so stupid it's like the uh she was was about to fight ronda rousey and like yeah ripped off a shirt that just was a bra it's like the spider-man meme where they're pointing at each other or it's like the Lucha Libre uh, meme where the guy yeah. takes off a mask to just have another mask on. <laughs> yeah. That one's great. I love yeah. that because it's so perfect that he just, the way he removes it, it just suddenly reveals like the oh, face. Yeah. Or like when Sting uh, yeah. had a surprise attack and he was wearing the Sting mask yeah. and he took it off. Oh, it's still Sting. Still That's sting. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you wear the fucking mask, Sting? Oh, we didn't talk about the dumbest moment of the night, though. Hmm. I told you he shouldn't have been on the show, but fucking Jerry Lawler apparently has forgot to do television. Did you see him there where Booker T's having to hit him every time to talk? No. Like, you're on the commentary for the pancake thing or whatever the fucking thing is called. Hmm. Actually, just call the match and have them live drop in. Nope. These two fucking idiots are just fucking standing there waiting for their cue to talk. Like, just keep talking. Right. You guys are not talking, so just keep talking. Yeah. Yeah, like, it is weird. And then it, it felt Booker, T's having to, yeah, Booker T's having to, like, hit him and be like, hey, man, talk. Oh, Bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have, have you forgot television, man? You've he been on have... this for 50 years. Uh, you know, SmackDown 1000 wasn't terrible. Um, yeah, I thought then, it like I said, yeah. C-plus. Right, and then the rest of, of wrestling obviously was fun, like we said. So, you know, overall, Becky Lynch. God, she's yeah. on fire. And she is on fire. What? I will say this for Charlotte, though. She's not getting drowned out by the, the you know, booze that she's getting. She's, she's still owning a good character. Like, she's not doing a, well, why don't you guys like me? Oh, you're just booing me because Becky, you know. She's just like, no, I'm still pissed at, like, she, she has a singular focus. 
which still makes it believable for what her motives are too. Right. So I like it. You know, again, right. we're never fucking booing Becky Lynch ever again. We're not ever. Yeah, the moment when when he was like, you know, first of all, Edge's promo for that was great. You know, he's like, you're gonna win all Fantastic. these titles, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be. You're going to stare at them all alone. And I was like, ah, except, you know, you got your wife and kids and your family that everybody loves, you know, but cool. Uh, you know what I mean? Whatever you're saying, you know, right. <laughs> whatever you're yeah, talking yeah. about. But, right, holes in the story. But we get it. You know, we don't know that if we're watching the, the you know, the front end of the show. So, um, but that was great. And I knew where she was going to go with that, but I still love how she delivered it, right? You know what I mean? She's like, you know what I mean? I don't hate myself. <laughs> love well, myself. and I just love the, like, the the bravado of her saying get out of my ring yeah get out of my ring and you know that he can't touch her not even because of like a male female but because he's injured right and she even brings that up like yeah. don't let don't let your neck get hurt hitting the ropes yeah, like, I, like it was so dismissive it was like yeah yeah nice speech i mm -hmm. don't care get out yeah. of here <laughs> right like nobody wants you look there this is about me and right? then Charlotte, yeah, but then Charlotte goes out there and, you know, you start to hear the booze, but she's like, oh, yeah, I, you're going to love what I do right now. Wow. And then right. jumps her and then, like you get the, the pull apart and it was a believable pull apart. I like it. It's great. They are just they are the best thing in wrestling right now. I'll yeah. say it. Fuck the Young Bucks. Fuck Cody Rhodes. Kenny Omega. Uh, Shield. Uh, Apollo Crews. Elias. Fuck them all. It's Fuck Charlotte cool. Becky, USA in this hoe. Well, my balls are hot, so I got to get out of here, take a shower, and we'll, we will not be back next week. There will be some content for you to listen to from our past, but uh, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but then we'll be back next week for another exciting edition of the Spanish Announce Table. Fun fact, The Undertaker has competed on more WWE shows than any other WWE superstar. The Spanish announce table.